You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown, Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Happy Wednesday, Raider Nation. It is time for the Silver and Black Today Raider Nation Mailbag Show. We appreciate you guys being back with us. And yes, we have lots of mail, lots of angst, lots of questions. Of course, everyone's still smarting from the Raiders' 24-0 loss to the Saints this past Sunday. The good news is we can start to turn the page after today and look towards Sunday's game in Jacksonville. And of course, joining me as always on the show is my co-host, Mr. Mo Moten. You can follow him on Twitter at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. We love talking with you guys. If you get too crazy... I forgot to tell you, Mo, on the post-game show, I had some a couple people in there just going nuts, including one telling me how horrible I was. And and we like to interact. We, we don't mind disagreeing with folks, right? Because that's what some of this mailbag show is about. But if you're going to be a tool, guess what? You're just going to get banned. You mean you're not horrible? You're not a horrible, disgusting, <laughs> disgraceful person? Well, uh, my kids don't think kidding. so. My kids don't <laughs> think so. And and yes, there there are people who know more about stuff out there, including football. Uh, but you know what? Hey, we, we love our fans. We love the people who listen to the show. We disagree with them often, uh, but it's a genuine, good-natured back and forth. We can agree to disagree. Uh, but if you're going to be a tool, then you're gone. So that's just the way it works. But anyway... We're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about the great questions that we get in every week for the Raider Nation mailbag. All right, Mo, let's jump right in because it's been a busy week. I know you had a busy day yesterday with the trade deadline, so let's jump in. <clears throat> Our first question comes from a repeat mailer, and that, of course, is Frank Deftari from Calabasas, California. Frank says, something about the game on Sunday seemed really fishy. Josh McDaniels has lost the team and will either get fired or maybe have Lombardi call the offense and Josh McDaniels on a very short leash. I bet Waller and Abrams and some others uh, could be traded while well, we didn't see that happen. That's why the team through the game, uh, through the game in Washington in 2017 when Del Rio lost the game. So he's comparing 
this game with the Washington game in 2017. So let's start from what he talks about on the on the top of this question, Mo, which is he says Josh McDaniels has lost the team. You and I talked yesterday on the Tuesday show where you didn't believe that. I don't believe that either yet, but clearly whatever he's doing is not working. Right. And I, and I, I'm not sure if, if the email is the same person who actually tweeted the same idea to me that mm-hmm. this reminded him of, or Sunday's game reminded him of the Washington, the game in Washington where, you know, some people stood for the anthem. Some people didn't. Uh, and that was basically the beginning of the end of the Raiders 2017 season after making the playoffs the previous year. But I will say that I don't think Josh McDaniels has lost the team yet. Uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh, the Raiders have been pretty much competitive in every game. I know that's not enough uh, in the win-loss column. You got to win those. But I haven't seen signs of a flat performance from beginning to end until Sunday. Mm-hmm. As bad as that performance was, it has to be it obviously has to be better against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now I tweeted, I said, it's a sign that he's lost the team when you see multiple games consecutively like that. So if the mm-hmm. Raiders go to Jacksonville and they get shut out again, or they put up eight points or or nine or something below 14 points, and they just look terrible on both sides of the ball, then we could start to say maybe he's lost that locker room because they're not obviously responding to his coaching style. But as bad as that game was, it is just one game. Now, I know they have disappointed all year round, and that's probably what the email is getting to. But as far as him getting fired, Josh McDaniels getting fired, I don't think Mark Davis makes that move unless it gets really, really bad. And I think Vincent Vincent Bonsignor of the Las Vegas Review Journal tweeted that Mark Davis basically said, not firing Mark, I'm not firing Josh McDaniels right now. So I don't expect it to happen anytime. So yeah. Now if they're if they if they get to two and ten. Oh gosh. But even then, your your 12 game, what what is it going to accomplish? Right? You know, it's not gonna if you're if you're two and ten or or three and nine, if you fire a guy, you're not making the playoffs, right? So you might as well <laughs> stick it out unless unless there's something so concerning happening in the locker room that you feel like you have to change. So I agree with you. I don't think there's any cha- change in coach. I know, even if they didn't win another game, I don't think there's a change in coach until after the season. We, I think we both said this last week or two weeks ago that in order for Josh, in order for Mark Davis to want to fire or Dave Ziegler, in order for one of those guys to want to fire Josh McDaniels, it would have to take Josh McDaniels clearly, clearly losing the locker room on a bad season where you get three or four wins. Other than that, a, a season under 500 is not going to, it's not enough to get him fired. Right. Right. Yeah. You have to have kind of open revolt in the right. locker room, which Complete doesn't happen. Ha- yeah. It doesn't happen a lot in the NFL mm. very rarely, but it does occasionally and usually see that happen really quick. Frank, thank you so much for your question. Another great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understand the frustration with that yeah. one as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mo. Uh, now we're going to go to our good friend, John Davis, who we, we interact with Twitter <laughs> on Twitter all the time. Right. Um, especially during the game. Uh, it says, mm-hmm. what's up, Scott and Mo? I have a few questions. What's up with Bowers and Koontz not getting any burn? If Is there any way we switch defensive coordinators after the season? The defense is not good. Is it the players or is it the coaching? Have a nice day, John. John Davis. Thanks, John. So, Mo, I'll start with this one, too, because we talked a lot yesterday 
about Patrick Graham and the defense. Uh, we also talked about the offense as well and, and Josh McDaniels. Um, and you mentioned this one. There has to be something. Something has to happen. There has to be something done. Usually that starts with coordinators. Really what it really starts with is position coaches and then coordinators. Coordinators are a little uh, get a little more runway, if you will. And so I don't think Patrick Graham is gone yet. Could he be? Later on in the season, if things really fall off the rails, perhaps. But overall, I don't see him gone before the end of the year either. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I can actually see it happening before the end of the year if the Raiders' defense just shows absolutely no signs of improvement as you get into you know, around Thanksgiving time, December. If there is no improvement there, I can actually see them making a move and promoting one of their defensive assistants for the remainder of the season, kind of like what we saw with Paul Gunther, where he was fired at the end of the year. Now, I know he was there for multiple seasons before that happened, but I'm just saying in a similar way that you fire a guy at the end of the year and you promote an assistant for the interim and then you hire a new DC the following uh, offseason. So I, I can actually see it happening. Will it happen? I, I really can't tell you, but at this rate, I would say it's – you know, it's a possibility because the Raiders defense, as we know, it's atrocious. I know we talked a lot about the offense on Tuesday, but all year the defense has just not played a, a full complete game. Now, they only gave up 23 to Denver, but let's be honest, Denver's offense had been struggling all year round. And I think Russell Wilson had his best game against the Raiders thus far, statistically speaking. So I can actually <laughs> see I can actually see a move being made there. Now, he asked about Kuntz and Bowers. I think both those guys showed out in the preseason, but we all know the preseason is the preseason against second and third stringers. Some of those guys won't be on the roster, but I would like to, I said this after the game. I, I you said talked about Coons. I would like to see more Coons yeah. because Chandler Jones, he started to turn it up before the bye, disappeared again against the Saints. Not much impact. I mean, what do you have to lose for a fraction of the price, right? Correct. And Bowers has not been active for a game, I believe. Uh, he's been on the inactive list every week. Maybe I the first week. Uh, if he's been on the field, that hasn't made an impact because no, I have He's been inactive. It. He's been inactive. I mean, on the inactive list, so he hasn't even been suited up to play. Uh, so I'm not sure, John, what the, the situation is there. But to Mo's point, and, and you've been consistent with this uh, since Tuesday, Mo, which is, hey, something's got to change. And I talked mm -hmm. about it last show, too, which is hey, at some point you got to sit, guys, and let someone else have a chance. And because if you continue, if you say, hey, look, the last four weeks you've not done well, give a guy a chance. I'm not saying that they have a lot of depth in some areas where they're having problems, but give a guy a chance. Like Bowers, Koontz especially, there's a lot of people out there that they can do. And, and you got to send a message in the locker room too that, look, your effort in practice in the game is not adequate enough. And it does not mean you're going to play. Nothing is guaranteed in the NFL. And so if you're not going to play up to the standards, then we're just going to we're just going to get somebody else to come in and do it. And you never know. Mo, there's been so many examples in the history of the NFL where a guy gets a chance because of that and takes an incredible opportunity and you end up finding somebody who can step in and play. 
Absolutely. Bowers has actually played 11 snaps this season between weeks two and three. Not much of an impact. Again, didn't see him on the field. So, I mean, that tells you a lot. But, I mean, look what happened with Jonathan Hankins. They made him inactive against the Chiefs. He didn't play a lot of snaps against the Texans. They decided to deal him because they can get something for him. And and you saw, as I said, Neil Farrell Jr. got a lot of snaps against the Saints. He did. He did. Uh, so, I, I'm not, I don't see them doing anything with Chandler Jones necessarily because of how much they paid him. But it wouldn't hurt to get Koontz on the field for 30% of the snaps or just in pass rushing situations because he's shown some outside and potential when he does, when he has gotten a chance to take the field. Yeah, and it worries me on the defensive back side of things. So you go to the back end, and I just don't see anybody else there um, that they can utilize. Uh, they're just so thin at defensive back. To me, there's no other answers there. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, I believe Gidry was signed off of um, signed off of somebody else's practice squad. He's on another roster right now. So, <laughs> like you said, they don't even have depth there. They have to play Rocky Sin, Anthony Averett, and uh, our guy Meek Robertson because they have no other options with Nate Hobbs on IR right now, recovering from broken bones in his hand. So they they're not only are is the secondary underperforming, but they're thin, and that's a bad combination. It's a really bad combination. What's not a bad combination <laughs> is Mo and I. Yes, we're going to come back. We're going we're gonna to take a break. Uh, we don't have to be benched. We, we are performing every week. Yes, some shows are better than others, but we always put it out there for you. And thank you guys for your support. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you don't already do it. If you're watching us on YouTube, the live chat is always active. We appreciate you guys in there as well as subscribing and hitting the notifications button there too. When we come back, we'll get to questions, including some about Josh McDaniels. Imagine that. Uh, and we'll take more of your questions as we round out this show. You're with Mo and Scott here on Silver and Black today, the Wednesday Raider Nation Mailbag Edition. Don't go anywhere. 